Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back. We are excited to have you here for our next episode. Today, we are discussing dream big. What does that mean to you? I'm here with Catherine, Kathleen, Whitney, and Claudette, my favorite Fab Five ladies. Hello. Hi. We're going to discuss dreaming big and what it means. I thought I knew what dreaming big was until I really got into understanding more about what dreaming is about. And I'll be really honest with you guys. I am a person, as some of you may be, that doesn't dream. I very rarely dream. I personally just don't go to the, that probably that depth of sleep. So dreaming for me could feel a little elusive because it's not happening for me on a regular basis. One of my best friends dreams every night and she has these vivid memories and she can tell you all about the craziness that's occurring. And, um, and so for me, I always felt like she had this great imagination. And what I realized when I really started thinking about dreaming big and bigger was that I lacked my imagination. I had somewhere along the way locked myself down from taking myself. Now, I'm a very positive person. I'm very confident. I love the nicer things in life. I go after the nicer things in life and the nicest things in life. But when I sat down to imagine a bigger and better life, when I was trying to dream big, I had somehow put a cap on it. That's where I stayed. And I couldn't seem to think about things that were bigger or better. And one of the ways that I was able to revive my imagination was through guided meditations. That was a huge help because it was when they're guided, it was someone else suggesting some ideas and taking my mind to a place that I didn't go naturally and really asking me then to use my imagination to spark it, to get it going so that I could dream big and bigger. And that's when I realized my imagination was kind of stumped. And so the ability to increase my imagination, and I also did it through writing. I remember Joseph McClendon telling us to tackle our biggest challenge And the way that we did that was really writing almost like a superhero story of the bad guy, the good guy, you know, the challenge that's happening in that. And then when I wrote my story out, I was able to use my imagination in the story and really kind of tackle, you know, one of my 
bigger hurdles with finances and money by becoming the superhero that won over that process. So I started to realize that a part of me dreaming big was exposing myself, using my imagination, nurturing my imagination through asking myself to go there and then allowing myself to feel it. So now when I'm really trying to manifest something, I'm also not only asking myself to be able to mentally imagine it, but I'm also asking myself to emotionally be able to feel it, to feel myself in that moment of whatever it is that I'm I'm trying to achieve. Has anybody else here felt like you kind of stumped your growth somehow along the way, or maybe you even know when it started for you. I'm not certain for myself. Just curious. I realized when that creativity went away as a kid, but like you, Sarah, I don't, I don't dream nightly, or if I do, I don't remember. And it's really interesting as you're telling that story. My husband also dreams in like Technicolor, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he's these very vivid dreams, very detailed. And he will convey a dream, and I'm just like, it's like he's telling me a movie that he just watched, mm-hmm. right? And I will have that only on very rare occasions. And it always catches me a little off guard when it happens because it's so infrequent. But, and it's interesting, we have such similar experiences. Meditation is a place where I actually do, I see things, you know, not necessarily images, but certainly colors. And there are vibes that I have within there. But what has helped me to to dream big really was just giving myself permission to do that, mm. to not feel like what I was dreaming about, what I want, what I see the future as being something that is not obtainable or worrying about what other people think. And I think sometimes when we're talking about dreaming big, and I talk about this with my clients and programs, you know, when I'm speaking, that you have to allow yourself to let go. Because Mm -hmm. if you actively try to put boundaries on your imagination, if you try to put boundaries on the possibilities, it can't help you get where you want to go. And I think fear plays a part in what happens, right? So if I allow myself to dream big and I don't get it, get whatever it is I'm going after, what does that say about me, right? So there's some sense of protecting yourself because now I'm a failure. I want something, I can't get it, and I'm a failure. And it's actually the opposite, right? If you don't allow yourself to see the possibilities or beyond the possibilities, then it makes it difficult for you to have the solutions come to you that will help you manifest that. 
And I know you're a big manifester. I remember, you know, on the beach, you're like collecting, you know, hundred dollar bills on the beach. Sea glass, I think it was she rather than hundred dollars. She wins contest. <laughs> like she, she's got this shit down. <laughs> It is not just a possibility that it happened. There's you've got a faith and a trust that goes along with that. And so in order to dream big, you've got to one, give yourself permission to do so. And then you've got to have a faith and a trust that what you're dreaming about, what you're desiring, what you want will actually come to you. And if you are putting any sort of parameters or boundaries around that, you don't give yourself space for that to actually happen. All of that is true. And I agree completely because I've experienced that in meditation the commonalities thus far is meditation. Meditation has been like a big part of my ability to dream big and actually live it, not just dream it, but live it. And dreaming is wonderful. Dreaming big is great. But if you don't take action, um, you can just dream. And that's all you're doing is dreaming because it's just going to be a dream. And then you're going to create judgment around it while it's not happening. Why is it not happening for me? Blah, 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 blah. And so I really, I needed a personal development course for me to actually take action on what I was seeing, on what I was receiving, because I was scared to actually step into the bigness of that. Like there was fear of, what can I offer? How can I do that? Like that doesn't, you know, it would require me to take really big steps to, to go from where I was to where I wanted to be and not knowing how to do that. Like I was never taught goal setting as a child or even in school, I was never taught goal setting. So creating a big, hairy, audacious goal was big for me. And yet how I created that big, hairy, audacious goal is through meditation because that, those messages came through me. For example, you know, a couple months ago, I kept getting hit after hit after hit after hit to do a collaborative book with a number of people who are living after loss. And I followed that. I allowed that. I let that percolate a little and to see how that's going to happen. And then I asked for guidance. If this is in the highest and best for all, please show me how to do that. And it happened. And so now I'm in the process of seeking 33 other women to, or people, not even women, but people to be inspiration and to share their story on how you can live, how you're living after loss, how it's changed and created some good in their life as well. And so it's personal development. And Kathleen, you did the most important part which was the visualization, right? The visualization of, we get caught up often because our dreams can get so big that sometimes they're even overwhelming right. where we get caught up in the how, right? I went, I've gone through this uh, quite often, right? And it's like, when you don't know the how, get back to the visualization because you're going to attract the how. Ask the universe for the how, and right. the people are going to come along, the, all the things to make it happen, the money, the people, the 
all the pieces, the visualization, seeing what you want, not how it is today, but what you want is the most important part of this. I yeah, and it's not, yeah. yeah, and it's not just about wanting. It's about, is this in the highest and best? Is this, is this consistent with my purpose here on earth. And, you know, so the the other thing I think is the second or maybe the first, who knows, I think it has to be the second because you don't know until you actually have the, the feeling of that visualization and that knowing is know when your limiting beliefs and energetic blocks are there in your body. Know what's preventing you from reaching the next step, taking the next step, and then take action on moving through that, to heal through that, to release it in whatever way that comes up. And and trust, again, trust. Whitney said that. Trust. Trust that if it is in the highest and best, it is done. Like, it is already done. So the I trust agree. allows it in. The trust, right. again you know, working through those negative thought patterns is what is the, that's the law of allowing. This is what allows the manifestation to come into reality. Dreaming big is so exciting. I mean, this is the stuff that elevates our world. It elevates our world when we dream big. I believe one of our purposes as humans is to dream big, to elevate the world. I believe that's one of our purposes here as humans is to continue to elevate the world, right? Get stuck in our challenges and our contrasts and then figure out how are we going to make this better for the good of everyone? I love this stuff. I'm, I'm a Pisces. I've always been a dreamer. I remember being a little kid and I, I just would look around and go, I want more. We get conditioned. We get quieted. When we're kids, we uh, we get told, you know, you're too much or you're this or you're that or whatever the story is that's placed upon us, that's conditioning, right? So get out of that if you're feeling like, I don't even know what I want. Literally can just ask the universe, what do I want? What are my dreams, right? And it may not be some big thing, but and that's okay too. Like what's going to fulfill you as a person and elevate maybe your family. I mean, maybe it's just you're going to college, right? No one else in your family has. And your big dream is going to college, right? Whatever that is, uh, if you can dream it, you can do it. 100%. I totally agree. Claudette, do you have anything for us? I mean, I think I've learned so much from you when it comes to accepting the truth too, right? I mean, you know, this is like my jam. I I just love hearing all of you guys talk about this and just because we are creators. And the biggest thing is, you know, in 1994, I fasted for two weeks because I wanted to find my purpose in the world. Like, why am I here? I think we've all had those questions. You know, I was like, what's the point? Why am I here? And I had read where fasting was a powerful thing. And I fasted literally two weeks and had so many dreams and visions and things. And they were huge. They were absolutely just mind-blowingly huge And just, I was like, oh my God, how is this ever going to happen? And I went through a period of when it didn't happen in like five years, (laughs) I was like, that's just bullshit. You know, I just had those visions. It's not going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. I can honestly say that was 
26 years ago or almost 27, it's now happening in my life. So, you know, I just, so I, I just really got to the point that I was like, any dream that we have or desire coming into a, a, a chat just came through. I'm having trouble focusing here. Anyway, any desire that we have that rises in our heart is our higher self wishing, inserting in divinity coming into the world. That is what it is. And so when we hear these voices, you know, as you guys were talking, I was like going through what are the things that I used to believe to keep me from my dreams. I don't deserve this was one of them. Or who am I to do this? Who am I to help lead other people? Or who am I to, like, who am I? Like, as if I'm nobody, right? I think we've all felt that. And I just, I'm here to say that that is not your true self. That is your false self that, that you've created. We've created this false persona speaking up because anything that causes you to think that you are lesser than divinity and a child of creation is not truth. And so if the desire rises in you, don't worry about the how. I think Catherine mentioned that. Don't worry about the how. Divine intelligence will give you the how. Just know that that desire rose in you. And then it's kind of fun now because when I get these desires now, I'm like, oh, wow, that's something. Okay, well, make it happen and guide me. I feel like I'm just kind of along for that ride because my higher self is going, we're going to do this. And then, I, you know, my little human self is like, sure, just tell me what to do. Like, I don't take on the false responsibility. I don't, you know, I also found, you know, because I'm on a spiritual mission. A lot of us are. I also found that there was some ego involved in that and spirituality where, oh, you know, I'm so spiritual. This vision is so big that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just got over that bullshit because it's just, it's just not true. It's just, if you really allow the universe to flow in you, it's always expansive and it will always push you beyond where you are. One thing about dreaming big, you can't care what people think about you either. You've got to remove that. Another thing I'm working, you got to remove it. Because when you're dreaming big and you're going after, even you're going to experience friends that are going to be hating on you. That you thought loved you. you. Yeah, no, no. Well, it's because, and and let's even go, I love that you mentioned this because let's go even further. I now see that those friends are trying to protect me out of their own fears. Sure. So instead of getting upset that somebody's hating or whatever, they're just, they're out of fear trying to protect you. I had a friend that I respected very much. She was like, and I was sharing all my visions like, oh, and then I saw this and I saw this and this is great. And then, and she goes, Claudette, I just want you to get back into reality. You could not do what you're talking about doing in three lifetimes, much less one. And actually it shut me down for a few years, but luckily and out of grace, I began to seek truth. And so I unwound from all the limitations. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that and more because it's already starting to happen. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Set yourself up for success. Once you've dreamed big and you've come up with your, what you believe your purpose, your, your next big dream, whatever that is, set yourself up for success. Surround yourself with women like this 
surround yourself with people who are going to support you and elevate you and, you know, create a mastermind with people who have, who have achieved a little more than you or something different. So where it helps elevate your energy to, to continue to grow, to continue to be of service in this world for the purpose that you're meant to be here for. Don't hold your information. You know, like I think I've mentioned this before, but it's a sin to not share what you've learned because what's been given to you is meant to be spread throughout the world. And I don't mean a sin of God. That's not like, you know, like I'm not, it's spiritually, you know, it's like why we're doing this podcast. Right. Right. We like, we're doing this to have fun and to share our journey with what we've learned, right? It's like, you know, so share. Yes. Well, and this podcast was a dream. You know, I'll just never forget what me saying that. And I think all of us are kind of like, huh? Uh, oh, what? Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. We want to do this. <laughs> and that's how we got here. And I know it feels really good for all of us. I also like to think that I try to stay curious, right? In dreaming, is being curious about the world around you and being curious about what could be bigger and better and being curious about what could be helpful for our world and other people Um, and childlike. And when I'm going to the space of being curious, I really am trying to take myself back to that innocence of being childlike without limits. That's when I was limitless in my mind. That's when I was free. And that's when I could be most curious and let my imagination go. So I I think that that is such a good point. And this goes back to your original question, Sarah, which is like, when did I lose that? And I, you know, I would say that in general, and this is something that people do out of protection, out of their own fear, as Claudette pointed out, you know, as we are growing up, kids have really great imaginations, right? And we all start out with this imagination and then there's a society, our parents, And then society is constantly trying to get us to be realistic about what we're going to do, about what the possibilities are, things to protect us from failure, things to protect us from pain, the experiences. But in reality, it is going through all of those things that help us do what Kathleen said, which is to actually take the action that makes the dreams come to reality. We're not going to dream big dreams, most of us, right, are not going to dream big dreams and do one thing and the dream came true. We're probably going to have to take multiple steps over periods of time with the ups and downs of learning, won't call it failure, but opportunities for learning and growth. And so to shortchange ourselves from that by not taking the action 
not only keeps us from achieving those goals, those dreams, those desires, but as Kathleen also pointed out, it cheats the rest of the world or whomever else we're supposed to touch by what we do, by our purpose. And when I think of my big dreams, I, I see them connected to my purpose here. My purpose is to is to love, is to share. It is to give my gifts and talents to the world so that other people are impacted and then they can use their gifts and talents to continue to kind of blossom and help to improve the world. And so I am going to get a little God, bring a little bit of God into this and not in a religious way, certainly in a spiritual way, but our desires, our purpose is given to us. I feel like it's God given, it's God breathed. And then our achievement of those desires is a partnership, right? We're in partnership. And and God says that nothing is impossible when we're doing it together, right? So he gives us these desires. We are interdependent, interconnected, and in partnership with God in order to get those things that he has put on our heart to get them achieved. So Just take it. It's not even a chance. Just do it. Allow yourself to dream and to see it and to feel it. Right. To do not just to see the dream, but what will it feel like when it happens and sit in that revel in it and be okay with letting the experience of its manifestation unfold and enjoy the journey. Yeah, I love that, Whitney. And I would go even further of bringing God into it now that you've brought it up. But I believe that we created a contract before we even came over here. So it's not just God, it is us. It is our spirit, our soul that agreed to be of service in one form or another, this earth, to help elevate the frequency of this earth. And by not stepping into that, you're denying yourself as well as others and your higher power. Yes. Whatever you choose to call that God, Allah, you know, the universe, infinite intelligence, whatever you choose to call the higher power. It is truly about you're denying you. Yes. Your purpose which you're denying others as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. The higher power is already in us. I mean, it is us, right? We get conditioned and we push that to the side, right? It is us. We are aligned that people call it intuition. Some people call it our God feeling. Some people call it higher self source. It's in us. It is us. Claudette, tell us it's our birthright, right? It is your birthright in it. You know, I say it in this way. Let's just pretend and use our imagination. Let's say there's this one power, this creative thing. And then what this creative thing was expressed multiple things that were beautiful, that were created, that are us. And so we're all one. We all come up with 
these multiple ideas, these multiple things, but the truth is within everybody, the eternal truth. You know, the creation that people call God or source is within everybody. There's been multiple belief systems built around that. But I say, let's just simplify it and turn inward and go directly to that source. And that source will guide you in everything that you need. And there's only one, like there's only one power of creation. And so it just gets real simple. It is, it's our birthright. And there is nothing we can't do. And, you know, the perception of failure is if time stood still and that one incident was forever that, but see, time moves. And, you know, just because we designed it this way to feel the constriction to grow. And so now for me, when I fell, I'm like, huh, okay, I'm going to grow now. It's my stepping stone to grow and to experience becoming more of God unleashed in this world through love and grace. I mean, that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. I love it. You guys were kind of saying something about me earlier and what they were referencing, if you didn't catch on, was I I love to win a contest, <laughs> especially if I've set my mind to it. But and I and I get fun with it and I get excited about it and I celebrate it um, once it's happened, once I've won. I also remember to celebrate because each time I celebrate, I'm imprinting on my heart and my and my DNA that this is what it feels like to win. And this is what it feels like to share the excitement of, you know, then I'm able to get back to imagining what it feels like, right? So I'm imprinting what it feels like in the moment that I'm actually celebrating. And now I know how I don't have to use my imagination as much because I'm closer, closing the gap on being closer to identifying how it feels when I win. And I have a story. I, for 40 years of my life, I did not win much of anything, I didn't win a scratch-off ticket. I didn't win those things that you put your name and number in the box. All I got was stupid phone calls. <laughs> I didn't. There was a lot I didn't win. And I really said in my 40s, I am going to change that. I made a very intentional change in my life and said, from here on out, I'm winning. I am winning these contests I enter. When I want to win, I am going to win. And I became so very determined about it. And I became so very intentional about it. And also a little childlike. I, I get a little fun with it. And I get a little curious. And I, I get a little playful with it. And I wasn't certain how it was going to go when I decided to make this change in my life. And now I can be at a silent auction or something else. And some of my girlfriends will just concede and they'll be like, Sarah's winning. Sarah's winning. Oh, Sarah's winning that one. And now, you know, 40 or five years later, not only myself believes that I'm going to win, but my community believes I'm going to win too. I just love it. It, it. It's so fun. And it's a cheeky way that I had some fun with challenging myself to accomplish a dream. And to accomplish dreaming bigger, right? Because I, in the moment, was dreaming about doing something that never occurred in my life. And, you know, then just being able to um, 
dream big and then see it happen over and over and over and over again, it's imprinted in me. I I don't have to question whether or not I'm going to win. And uh, I would challenge you um, to think about where you're not dreaming big enough in your life. Think about where you could dream bigger and do bigger things for the world, for all of us. And in doing that, if you're having challenge, I would challenge you, you know, of figuring out, is this going to work for me? Or can I really do this? Start small. Start small. Find the blue piece of sea glass on the beach during your walk, right? Imagine yourself finding that blue piece of sea glass or parking spaces. I do it with parking all the time. Imagine yourself getting that front parking space. And if it doesn't happen that one time, understand that maybe somebody next to you is going to ding your car door with their car door. And that's why you didn't get it. Trust in the process, but continue to try and start small. It doesn't have to be that you're winning, you know, the next large lottery. However, I think it's up in the billions right now. Winning that one. Hello. But you know, challenge yourself, be curious, become childlike and dream big and make everything around you a better place because you took the challenge. I want to thank you all for joining us today. And we look forward to having you join us on our next episode. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com or like us on Facebook. We'd like to connect with you and I'd like to hear more about what you've dreamed of and has come true. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.